All right, y'all, we back again with another episode. Um, This time, you know, we back to getting somebody else's business. But this time, I I like this episode because as an author outside of talking to y'all, you know, I write books as well. But I feel like this would be a very relatable episode to me and some of the women, you know, that listen to me. But I'm going to go ahead and let her introduce herself and then we're going to get into it. I am a upcoming um, author. I have a book titled The Grass Ain't Greener. Um, it will be out in the late September. Um, the book is basically about my life, me becoming the woman that I am today after divorce, after being a single mom, um, finding love again, and so much more. Just an insight of young black women of what they may go through um, throughout their life at an early age. I'll be grabbing that because, listen, I was married for six years. Still the worst decision of my life, but stuff happens. So, tell us, you know, you said it was about, you know, life after divorce? Yes. Well, it's basically what what caused you divorce mm -hmm. and then moving forward to now. So, how was life being married like? Life being married was fast. Um, I was I got married when I was 22. We was only married for roughly a year or so before we got, um, well, we separated then we eventually got a divorce. I was young, excuse me, I was young when I was married. So I basically didn't know what being married entailed. He was, he's older than me, um, but... We just didn't know. We knew we loved each other, but we didn't know what we were getting ourselves into at that time. Right, right. And how long did you guys stay married? We was only married for a year, but we was together six years before we got married. I met him when I was um, 17. I remember them days. Don't do it, <laughs> ladies. Men too, but ladies, enjoy your 20s. I think the biggest mistake... Yes. I made was chasing love when I should have been chasing finding myself in some money. <laughs> exactly. And that's that's me. That's my thing. I was so we were so in love. Um he's he's great. We have a great relationship. Um I don't regret marrying him. It was an experience. But I do regret getting married at an early age because I didn't know myself. I didn't know that I had to listen to my husband. I didn't know that we had to you know, do these finances together. It was so much that I didn't know then, you know, by me being only 22 years old. It was it was crazy. I can agree with that. I, I absolutely agree with that. Shout out to the women who get married young and they stay married for tens of 20 years. Because, listen, I was I, I met my child's father at 19. We got married when I was 20 and we got divorced by the time I was 23. I didn't know how to be a wife. I barely knew how to be a woman. So I, I really can agree with that. So I might have missed it because my mind be everywhere. But were there any children that came from the marriage? Um. Yes, we have one son. I had a daughter. Um. She was one years old when, when I met him. And he took her on as his own child. And that is to this day. That is his oldest daughter. And we have a son. 
that's that's great that it's still like that because nowadays yes. it's like when the relationship's over it's they walk away from everything and so. that is true that is true that's why me being 22 i'm when i say i'm grateful and thankful for me having him as that experience because i don't think i would want a lot of different men in my kids life. like i do see that a lot um but i i wouldn't dare i wouldn't dare want that you know, a lot of men in my kids' life, and they're knowing this this person and that person. I, I couldn't do that. I wanted to go out and be with my friends. I wanted to go out and have drinks. I wanted to to do things that I wanted to do, like a young lady should. I didn't want to be bound to my husband. You know, I had to come home at ten o'clock at the drinks, or you know, something like that. Right, like I'm outside. What do you mean, <laughs> come come home? <laughs> right, we, you know, we outside. So that that was my struggle. That was like me. I wanted to be Rache. I didn't want to be miserous. I didn't want to be that. I wanted to be Rache. So it was like like a child. I rebelled against my marriage, and it just it was like a domino effect. It was things that was happening, and I wasn't satisfied, or I didn't like this, or I didn't like that. So that everything blew up, and I just I had a mental I had a mental breakdown. And it was like, you, this is not you. You you can't you can't do this. And I shut I shut him out, and I just started doing my own thing, basically. So I have um, a few ladies in my group um, mm-hmm. that they're married young currently, and one specifically is teetering on the side of divorce. So her mm-hmm. question was, what? When did you know, like? Alright, it's time to file. Well, we actually didn't file until years later after we separated. We separated, I think, like two and a half years before we actually filed for divorce. I knew, and it's a funny story. So I was driving down the road. We had a Jeep Cherokee at the time. And I had picked my daughter up from daycare. I didn't even have my son then. Well, yes, I did. He was in the car too. And I had my sister. So we was driving down the highway and the door fell off. <laughs> so the door fell off and I had to, he was working at a job that was close. So I had to drive holding the door up and I was like, I was pumping in. I was like, I, I was hyperventilating. I was having a panic attack. I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. Um, the finance was not there. So it was like, it was a whole, it was like a snowball effect. One thing led to another and just got big and it's boom. Like that was the last straw. Like I can't do this. I can't live like this. I don't know how. I didn't know how to struggle with a family at that time. So I just popped up and left. Being and just to answer her question, I a woman knows when is when she had enough. Like she she knows when it's time to check out, check out the relationship, check out the marriage, check out on him, check out on everything. When you feel like you can't be or you don't like that person, you can't be in the eyesight of that person, it's it's time to go. Maybe, you know, some people want to separate first and see if, it, see if they get get back together. You know, maybe she want to do that. Or if she just want to go ahead and file, then go ahead and file. Why prolong the relationship or why prolong your unhappiness or peace just for someone else? Because if that person not trying to apply peace to your life or trying to apply peace in your relationship, then it's time to go. Talk about it. Listen. Oh, man. So the separation process, do you feel like that if divorce is the topic in a marriage, that that is a good step to be sure whether or not 
you want to stay or work it out? Or how? What did y'all do during the separation process? Did y'all date other people or did y'all just separate? Yes, we separated and we went about our separate ways. Um, when we did separate, I was already chatting with people um, and and all that. Like he was. No, no lie. He he was fighting for our marriage, but I already knew at that time that I, me, this wasn't for me. Like that that part of our life was not for me. Like I said, he's he's a great man. He's a great friend. He's a great father, but it he's just not. He just wasn't my husband. So separating, yes, because maybe that person will get back or see you in a change, but you don't want anybody to. To do a temporary change for you because you've left. Right. Because I've been in a relationship where I left this person and then they changed for a little while. And then then they went back to their ways. So you have to think about what you're doing. And me in the book and me in my life and this journey that that I've been on writing this book is about me finding myself after the marriage, after the divorce, after the kids. All of after the relationship, all of this, I fell for, and the book is basically about some. I fell for someone that that deceived me in the beginning. They painted this perfect picture of themselves, and it wasn't all what it was that he painted. So that's that's what basically the book is about. Because you get in these relationships, and you let you allow men and women to tell you things, and you don't do background checks. You don't do do this or that. So. By you, by someone wants to go out and separate and date other people? No, ma'am. Find yourself first. Because once you find yourself, then you will know what you want out of a relationship or out of a marriage. Okay. See, now when I say it, I don't know what I'm talking about. See, I keep trying to tell y'all. Because I've said this in a few episodes. You should not be dating if you don't know really what you want. You don't know. It's a lot of women who are out here dating with no boundaries. Letting men right. do whatever to them and treat them however. Like, you really have yes. to go into a situation with men because we say men are stupid, but men are not dumb. I don't I don't care what anyone says because the, yes. the lengths that I've seen men go through to get the simplest thing from a woman is, you can't tell me a man is stupid. Like, there's no way. At all. At all. So, and this man. book, this <laughs> This book, because it sounds, it sounds, listen, it sounds something like we all need to be reading this as women, especially in 2022, because these these men are different. (laughs) And that is so true. That is so true. And the book, like I said, the book is about me being deceived by this person um, before I actually knew who he was. Before I knew who he was, I had been in love with him. I like hell and high water. That, That was me. So I was into deep before I found out who he was. And I see it now. A lot of a lot of ladies will be on the, the on these dating apps and all that. Why? You don't know this man. He's just a fiction of what he wants to be. He's 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 just showing you the out. You can side. be whoever online. Right. So you you don't know who it is. Like and I, I didn't know him. I thought I did but I didn't. And I went through a whole, a whole lot um, with him in in our relationship, and actually now he's my husband. <laughs> but it was it was a ten year struggle to get to where we are now, and I 
I try to, and the book is basically about um, me finding out all of the things that, that he had, he didn't tell me in the beginning. But like I stated, I was already in too deep and I already don't want my kids to know anyone else. I don't want to be involved with anyone else. Um, so I found myself growing up in this, in this relationship. I, I became me. It was hard. I had to, I had to isolate myself from my family. Um, I went through so much depression, um, just loneliness, everything, but I'm, I'm who I am today through it. But women and a lot of black women, I'm not even going to say other, but a lot of black women, they just want to be loved. They want somebody to love them or this, that, and the third. No, baby, you need to love yourself first. Yes, ma'am. Yes, absolutely. Yes, I promote self-love. Self-love, because if you don't love yourself, a man a man will pick up on that. Especially yes. the way a lot of these, because you have a lot of narcissistic men out here. You have a lot of predators. And I don't mean just like predator in the sense of like sexual predators, just predators in general who yes. get purposely get with weak-minded women. So yes. you have to love yourself before you date or you going to mess yourself up every time. So with yes. the divorce process, how um did you you mentioned you know you were depressed and you know having to find yourself. Mm-hmm. Will you say that's the worst thing you feel like you experienced throughout this this journey like after the divorce or did you experience anything really really bad? you know, from, like, all right, now I have to start over, and... Um, no, not not that to the extreme. The only thing that I went through that was so detrimental to me was me not, me questioning myself, mm-hmm. me questioning myself worth, me questioning why, why did I do, you know, what I did, um, the situation that I was in, that, that was the wrong, that was me, that's what I think that was um so so bad and so wrong. Depression, um, to this day I still have moments. I've I've allowed myself to, you know, I meditate, I do a little bit of yoga, but I built myself up to that because at one time I was like laying in the bed three, four days and then just sit in kids' school and get back in the bed. Because I didn't I didn't know who I was. I didn't know who I wanna be, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And a lot of people do struggle with that, but they don't talk about it. Yeah, that's another thing. I'm actually getting ready to do an episode on um, black um, mental health, like how in the mm-hmm. black community that's not talked about enough. Right. So it, it right. definitely needs to be a bigger conversation, um, especially when it comes down to dating. But Yes. So it sounds like the ending of your relationship was a more of a, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, a, you left mentally before you left physically, so it wasn't so hard on you when it was all said and done. And that is correct, yes, I did. I um, I completely blocked him out. I was I was going out with my friends. I was doing what I wanted to do. Like, he'd come home from work. I'd get out of work and just go to the bar with my friends or go out the weekend. He wanted to do things. It was just totally about me. I was selfish. I was only looking out for me in that part of the situation right I, yeah I, I man believe it i'm telling you one thing about it she gonna leave before she leave that's that's for sure and so, that and that is true and a lot of men don't think that because you're laying there physically and you even may be going through the motion of sexually but 
she's still not there. Right. Um, even if she's talking to you every day, texting back, she's still not there. And a lot of men don't get that. They just like, okay, well, you you still with me. I'm, you still here. You still smiling. But deep down inside, you're crying. You're you're begging yourself to get out this relationship. You just don't know when to leave. You but you're gonna leave when you get ready. I've right. I've you don't know in. when or how to leave. And a lot of people don't. And that's another thing about being young and being married. And and not even to not young people that's getting married because a lot of people are getting married at young ages but if you don't have anything of your own to walk away with that is another thing because i do i i go on social media i see a lot of women they're not able to walk away because they don't have any they don't have two feet to stand on have your own have your own please have your own yes yes and that's that's another thing with finding yourself or you becoming who you are if you don't, if you don't know yourself or what you want to do in your life, then how are you going to make it out of this? How are you going to make it out of this situation? Because he can easily call you and say, "Well, I'm going to do this and that for you. I'm going to start your business, this, that, and the third. And you, you end up coming back, but you're going to be in the same situation that you was in. And it's going to get worse every time you come back. Yes. Every time, it very. <laughs> I've seen very rare occasions where the relationship got better for a female when she went back. So, right. And that is so true. But I'm glad that, you know, it's good for other women to hear stories about women being able to walk away still, you know, with their self-worth and, you know, love for mm-hmm. themselves and not just completely. Because I've seen it take women years to bounce back from a marriage. So to be able to still, you know, be okay and move on with your life. Speaking of moving on, <laughs> are you dating again? No, I'm actually married. I'm married now. Yay. See, see, there is yes. love after yes. divorce, y'all. Yes, and it is. It is. Like I stated, I was 22. We was. I was 22 when I got married. I was 23 when I left. I was 25 when we got divorced. I'm now 37. I'm now at this happy place, this peaceful place. If, if it's not bringing me peace, I don't want nothing to do with it. Um, just straight up. I don't want anything to do with it at all. Because at this rate in this this time, it's so much happening and so much that can happen that your peace is worth more than anything that you can buy. And and people are so struck by social media and what people are doing and how much they're spending, how they're riding, but they don't know that those people are are living in hell. That's why just like the the title of my book, The Grass Ain't Greener. You looking at green grass, but that doesn't mean that there's real grass. Okay. That could be artificial grass. That could be turf. Somebody bought that or any of that nature. Like, you see all these people putting these grass walls up. That could be some of that grass you're looking at them people doing. Okay. Everything, man. One thing about it, yeah. And this new this new age is just, we got to stop believing everything we see on social media. Exactly. Or even exactly. to the eye. Just because you can see a happy couple walking down the street and not know that she getting, you know, beat up on. When she get home every night, every night, you exactly. Don't know. Or she she done cried all her pillowcases. <laughs> yeah, like she done, be- she didn't beg this man to stop. You just never know. So like you can't never exactly. judge exactly. like or. But is there any advice you want to give to the younger generation of women about dating, marriage, just yourself, just especially young black women, because. You know, that's mainly, you know, who we talk to on this show. 
Exactly. Uh, My advice is, first of all, know yourself. Know who you are before you get it. Well, not before you get into a relationship. You should, but if you're already in a relationship, find yourself. Find your peace. Find your medium. Find your whatever it is that you choose to do that, that makes you happy. Because at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Being married, that I love it. I am so blessed right now in my marriage. But it took me a long time to get to where I am now. It was a lot of lonely nights, a lot of tears, a lot of wondering why was this a mistake, all of that. Simply because I was young and I didn't know what I was doing and what I was getting to. I didn't know anything about being a wife, a mother, managing a household, going to work, coming back home. If you're an independent person and, and you're in a relationship or you're looking for a relationship with someone, it's not going to work because you're not going to want to listen to what he says or when he said do this or you can't buy this or that. You're going to be like, oh, I got my own money. Can we talk about that um, for a <laughs> session? Can we because I want to get it from because I've had I, I have had more men on my show than women. Mm-hmm. But can I from as from a married woman's perspective can you give your opinion on the whole submission conversation being a married woman my thing is and you could be married and not submissive simply because if he's not a man that that is let me let me see how I can put if he's not a man that is worthy of submission then I wouldn't do it it doesn't matter how many years that you've been married how long you've known this man but if he's not worthy of you being submissive to that man then no I, I wouldn't dare because you'll be submissive over here you'll be obeying him but he's not doing nothing for you he, he's only he's only your your right hand or, or this that and the third he's not showing you the compassion or the the respect or the time all of that he's not showing you that but you're giving you're catering to him you're you're at his as they say bacon call but not necessarily bacon call you're obeying him you are by his side you are helping him with this that you're building him up and he's tearing you down it doesn't work like that so within oh go ahead i'm sorry oh no no you go ahead so so within your your you know marriage that you're in now at what point did you decide like okay I, I can be submissive to him. Like what, without being, you know, trying to pry too much into y'all marriage, but what, oh, no, what, what things made you be like, or had you like, okay, yeah, this, this, the, this, the one I can do this with. Right. He, he was showing me everything that, that I, and another thing, I write notes, everything that I do, or if it comes to my head, I got 25 notebooks and it's probably a different thing. So I made a list out of what I wanted in a man. And number one is for him to believe God with all his heart and and for him to lead the household. And once he started leading the household the way I was watching him doing um, throughout the years, and I'm like, okay, this this is looking like it's going somewhere. This looking like we're we going to make it. So as long as we was going along in relationship, we was just, I was just checking out boxes. He was leading the household. You know, God is number one. He's a great provider. He's taking my other two kids like, they're his own. We have we have a daughter now. She's eight years old. Um, it's like one one big happy family. He's he listens. He's he's always by my side. If something is wrong, he's attentive. And also, 
with me being submissive, I'm a stay-at-home mom, and he, he's off working. So when he's off working and he comes home, and it doesn't matter what he what he needs or what he does, I'm, I'm going to be there. So me being submissive to him is just showing him my appreciation, showing him that that I appreciate him going out to work, that I appreciate him find, building up a home and doing the finances. And I'm, I'm the back end. I do all the paperwork and all that. But it was just something about him wholeheartedly that made me just like, okay, this, this is him. You can you can go ahead and submit to your king. And I love that for you. I <laughs> I want every black woman, every woman period to experience that. That yes. is that is yes. beautiful. So tell us again when the book drops and where can we find it at when it drops. The book will drop um, the middle of September. I'm looking for earlier dates too <laughs> but it's going to drop the middle of september it will be offered on amazon as well as on my website you and, go ahead tell us the website girl tell us where we can find you at all of that let us know um right now you can find me at wars communication at gmail.com because i haven't did the book website as of yet because we're still waiting to finalize some things on it on that end but i will still get in contact with you and let you know when it's available and I will hopefully be back. You know, you may can do a panel of men and women. Oh, yeah. Party. If you down for that, girl, I would <laughs> love to have you back. When the book drops, I'd love to have you back yes. again for the book. Because, yes, I yes. enjoyed this conversation. Um, I'm only yes, 27. But regardless of how old I get, I'm never too old to learn from another woman, especially somebody who's been there and done that. And, you know, exactly. got to her end goal, you know, in life. So, uh, definitely, I would love to have you back. And I appreciate you coming on tonight. Yes, absolutely. I would love to be back just anytime. Just let me know. And and I'm, as you say, the end goal. I'm not even at the end goal. To me, I'm just becoming who I am, who, I, who I've always wanted to be or what God instilled in me to be. I'm 37 years old, and I'm just becoming that person so i just advise any young woman black woman please know what you're doing before you say i do because it's easy to sign the paper but it's so much heartache and stress and pain after the fact who and money because listen (laughs) listen it did not cost me too much of anything because I had a courthouse marriage. I was young, then we had a reception. That was nothing like, but to get rid of him, and I still can't get rid of him because he's my kid's dad. Like, I right. tell him every day, like, you was you really about the only thing I regret. Like, we we cool like that, but I tell him, like, you know, we ain't had no business having all these kids together. Like, I tell <laughs> him all true. the time. I, I talk to a lot of women throughout the day and and i see you know where it's a it's a headache and it's it's so as they said toxic but it's really not toxic that person is just doing just doing evil upon you like it's just a pull it's never a push it's just like pulling apart pulling apart they want to do this and that all without you knowing or just deceitful and despising yes yes (laughs) so do you see yourself writing another book or was this just a something to first therapy purposes no i do see myself writing another book because i have i do have a lot to say and i think a lot of black women they don't they don't say the the truth they don't tell the truth they don't speak the truth it's now it's just 
it's social media, it's fame, it's this, that, and the third. But I told another lady, I'm like, I'm authentic. I'm going to give you the real. There's no, there's no sugar added. This is me. So a lot of other women need to read that. They need to see that other women do go through this. It's just not a, just nothing fake or it's not a game. This is real life. Things happen. You can get over it. Mm-hmm. You can get over it for sure. Well, I'll be looking forward to this book and the next book. And yes, I, ma'am. We're we going to see her. We're going to have her back and talk to her again, y'all. So, but that'll be, be the show. I'll be back. That's my show for this week, y'all. And y'all know the deal. I'll see y'all next week. Thank you. Thank you.